0: Welcome to that homeschool thing podcast, where we take a deep dive into the world of homeschooling, clear up stereotypes and stigmas and give you the best information possible straight from former homeschoolers. Don't forget to subscribe and share that homeschool thing podcast with all your friends and family members. Here now is your host and former homeschooler himself, Jesse Fister. Good afternoon, fellow homeschoolers, homeschool skeptics, and homeschool wannabes. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of That Homeschool Thing. We're so happy to have you. Our guest today is former homeschooler David Hancock. I actually grew up with David, and we haven't talked in, in a number of years, but we're going to catch up today, and I want you to hear some of his insights and thoughts. He's a, he's a brilliant individual, and I am pleased to have him on the show today. David, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Jesse. Thanks for having me today. Glad to be
0: here. Absolutely. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Where are you from and where do you live now? Well, I
1: grew up in Florissant, Missouri, just out St. Louis, outside of St. Louis, and uh, now I'm in Omaha, Nebraska.
0: What took you out to Omaha?
1: I joined the Air Force right at fly uh, reconnaissance aircraft in Omaha. And although I've switched aircraft now, I'm still in the same base.
0: Oh, okay. Great. So let's go back to Florissant. What were your parents' occupations? What did they do? Obviously, you're a homeschooler, so your mom was a homeschooling mom.
1: She was, yeah. My dad was an optometrist, an eye doctor full-time. And uh, my mom had worked in marketing and business um, about the time she got married. But after having kids, she stayed at home and uh, really headed up the homeschooling effort there. Um, mm-hmm. my dad directed it, but she probably taught most of the classes. Okay. So, yep. What, they had five kids and, uh, homeschooled all of us. Uh, my youngest brother went to a private Christian high school when he was the last one left at home, um, mm. where my mom started teaching
0: math as well. So that worked out well for them. hmm Do you think homeschooling overall was a good fit for your entire family? Or it sounds like your younger brother, he eventually went to school. Was it was it more of like, you know, it was good for everyone overall?
1: I think it was in our family. Uh, it was certainly good for me. Um, and I've only grown more thankful for the decision my parents made and the commitment they made to homeschool us. I know it took a lot of intention, care, and time and effort. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But what I appreciate about that is uh, – it really developed strong family bonds and it allowed our, our parents a chance to train our character as well as attend to our education, which is pretty important in those early years. So, um, mm-hmm. but it it's not the same for everybody. Um, I think my younger brother did enjoy going to high school and just different personalities may require different uh, learning environments and different types of instruction. So that structure is something he might've, depended on rather than being at home trying to motivate himself to get through his classes every
0: day so you are married now and how many children did you say you have
1: we have three girls uh one five and six years old
0: very nice uh tell us about how you met your wife that's one of the stereotypes of homeschooling is sometimes they say well how how do you meet the opposite sex or how how do you (laughs) meet a potential partner
1: my wife was a uh, freshman at, at Asbury College my sophomore year. So uh, she was volunteering at a swim meet where I was competing, and that's where we met. Wow. So we both went to Asbury College in Central Kentucky.
0: Mm, okay. And then are, are are you or do you have plans on homeschooling the girls?
1: Right now we're not doing that. Uh, I'm certainly open to the idea. Originally I intended to homeschool, and we tried it at the preschool and kindergarten uh, stage with the girls we had in foster care. Um, Mm -hmm. But it didn't turn out to work too well for those girls. Um, My wife actually has an elementary education degree, so there's certainly uh, no lack of teaching ability. uh, But it it ended up putting a strain on the relationships in our family that made it harder to parent and love the girls all day. So um, Mm -hmm. I, I think bringing that... Uh, instructional burden in, and the performance aspect of it was just a little bit too much extra. Where we just wanted to focus on loving the kids, working on their character. So our oldest girl is now in uh, in the local public school in first grade, um, and our plan is just to supplement that with
0: healthy family interaction at home. Why did uh, kind of going back to your days as a homeschooler? Um, Why did your parents, do you think or do you know, why did they decide originally to homeschool?
1: Probably a number of reasons. One of those is uh, in order to have direct oversight over the uh, instructional content and the material. There's uh, even more now than then, but there's just a a lot of good curriculum available to use at home and uh, making those decisions about the the type of – Courseware used um, was a big part of it. I think another part was uh, the school environment and uh, the influences of other kids that um, come from totally different backgrounds. I don't think that the public school system has a leverage to discipline kids in the way that mm-hmm. they need or to the extent that they need. So I, I know I got a lot of spankings growing up and I needed all of them. So <laughs> that was probably part of it. Well, I got uh, a few myself. And then um, I don't know if this factored into the decision too much, but one of the advantages for our family was the flexibility in our schedule with homeschooling. That allowed mm. for travel, family projects, uh, maybe if something came up that was uh, life experience, or other type of educational opportunity outside of uh, classwork, we could take a break and uh, do that together and then come back to the books.
0: Mm. Do you recall, did your parents, did they ever receive any – plaque or negative feedback from friends or relatives when they first learned of, of you all homeschooling, or maybe throughout your whole homeschooling academic life? Were, were there people that looked and kind of pointed down and kind of looked down upon homeschooling around you?
1: Uh, I imagine that there was probably some second guessing from my grandparents. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, my dad's folks uh, had a a little bit different worldview than we did, although they claimed to be Christians. Uh, they didn't really believe everything in the Bible, and they were a lot more mainstream culture than we were. So um, they were probably skeptical at the beginning of the, the homeschooling adventure, but we took standardized tests regularly and ended up interacting in a healthy way with adults and other kids. So I think uh, over the long run, any of their skepticism was relieved so mm. ended up being supported at the in the end mm-hmm.
0: did you personally have a favorite experience uh during your time and tenure as a homeschooler either with outside curricular activities or subjects that you that you just absolutely loved what was there a particular thing that stands out in your mind as a homeschooler throughout his academic life that stands out as your favorite experience
1: Oh, there's all kinds of things. One uh, that I – this was just a short one, but one that I still appreciate. Um, My grandpa had an old lawnmower that quit on him, so my dad brought it home and had a small engine repair class for me and the Brandenburgs that were in our neighborhood, another homeschool family. So Mm. we stripped the motor down and – Uh, cleaned it up, replaced a few key parts, and refurbished the mower, and uh, that gave me an initial understanding of internal combustion engines and an interest in motors that I still have today. It was something fun that I got to do with my dad uh, that didn't really seem like as much work as the rest of my schooling. Mm.
0: (laughs) Very good. I do recall you did a lot with with engines and repair and building things, and I always was greatly impressed by uh, by a lot of the things that you did uh, working with your hands and such. That's <laughs> it was really great to see that. I tried to emulate you, but I I never really could live up to it all all, all that well. But uh, it was it was wonderful actually growing up with you, watching you do those things. Um, so say I'm a parent, I'm thinking of homeschooling my kids. What are and you've already touched a little bit on it, but what are some of the added benefits of homeschooling? And then potentially, what are some negatives or pitfalls that that, that homeschooling can bring?
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, like I said, choosing the course content and the curriculum is a huge benefit. There are plenty of resources available, um, even for parents who don't have a background in teaching or may not be confident as to where to start. Uh, I think the support group and the whole homeschool community uh, is incredible at this point. Um, another advantage is the individualized instruction that it allows for your kids. I think that in a typical classroom, especially in public school, a majority of the time, probably even 70% or more of the time is spent on classroom management, just trying to get the kids seated, quiet, and, uh, paying enough attention to present some material. And the other part of that is it has to be presented at the pace of the slowest learner. So pretty difficult for, uh, most kids to reach their full potential or challenge themselves in that environment. So at home, uh, with enough care and attention, the parents can help the each kid learn at the best pace for them, for them. Um, yeah, that's good. One other advantage is, uh, I think the, the primary goal is to train a child in the ways you go, not necessarily to produce a child that is academically excellent that might not happen for everybody and it might not be the most important thing in life. But ultimately we want to produce children who become responsible adults with convictions. Hopefully they follow Jesus and hopefully they can contribute to society as citizens. So uh, whether or not they have the highest test scores, I think character development is the most important thing that they can learn growing up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so that identity is formed pretty early on uh, and there's, the family is ultimately responsible. We can delegate the activities of education, but we can't delegate the responsibility uh, as parents. Mm, uh, good. As far as pitfalls, uh, I think it, it does take more intention to make opportunities for some things that are readily available in funded schools, in public schools or high-dollar private schools, Sportings, sporting events, um, clubs and organizations, things like that. Um, and some of the hands on classes like shop class or wood skills and I'm not even sure how how widely those are offered anymore, but um mm-hmm. I think that a homeschool family should definitely consider uh looking for a co op where different families can um, share in presenting classes. Maybe one person has a specialty in biology, somebody else knows math, somebody else knows Spanish or music, music theory, then they could all pitch in and let the kids uh, benefit from that or dual enrollment in some kind of community
0: college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. Um, you know, homeschooling is, is absolutely a sacrifice, especially on the part of the teacher, usually the mom in most cases. Um, and it can be difficult at, at times, um, especially, and I know I'm the oldest of four uh, children and my mom homeschooled all of us throughout. And, you know, there were days that were great and wonderful. And honestly, there were days that were difficult, mainly when we were younger. Um, and I, I, I hear a lot of moms that have younger children, uh, that, that do homeschool. There is definitely more of the added, uh, pressure and it can be more tense with, uh, with someone that's not an older child, were there ever days that you noticed was your mom ready to throw in the towel with homeschooling, uh, or potentially give up? I mean, how how did she deal with some some, some frustrations?
1: Yeah, sometimes we had to back off, and um, and sometimes she had to look for outside resources just to help share the. I think she's has a real gift of industry and she's a naturally gifted teacher too. And she's good with math and some things like that, but higher level math classes that I was taking with my sister, um, got a little bit stressful working with my mom because those concepts are hard to understand. And maybe we were familiar enough with our mom that it just kind of elevated the situation. So we ended up taking our higher level math at the community college. And that was one last thing she had to worry about with the, uh, With the younger boys, um, some of them got distracted a little bit easier. So Mm -hmm. rather than racing through their subjects and keeping themselves on track throughout the day, they needed more structure. So she supplemented um, the self-study with video courses. So Mm -hmm. bought a video curriculum. They'd have to watch those and then answer the worksheets or discuss it with her afterwards. So there's some things that – and then um, if there was a particular strain – uh, my dad might just take charge of that class,
0: you know. Yeah. It, as far as the yeah, actual – okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I, I know it's it's not for everybody. We had good friends that wanted to homeschool and thought that it would be good for the kids, but uh, for whatever reason, you know, it might not be any deficiency on the part of the parents. It just might be the personality of the kids or their needs. Right. Um, it Yeah, it just didn't work out for them, and they had to shift gears and look for other options, which is okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Let's let's delve into a little bit more of the actual coursework. Did you study subjects, a lot of subjects, some subjects that a typical public or private school person didn't study?
1: Um, I think it's probably pretty similar to what you might find in a private Christian school curriculum. Um, I should have pulled out my transcript, but uh, there were all the standard subjects, literature, um, grammar math science history um we always had a bible course my dad taught us systematic theology and we worked through different bible courses we had economics um and then through the pillar foundation which you may have discussed previously we took some more specialized classes like constitutional law speech and debate things like that
0: yeah
1: um the um the foreign language we took at the to community college because my parents aren't really interested in foreign language, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what uh yeah. what kind of curriculum did you use or was there one particular what uh, was there one particular curriculum you used growing up?
1: Primarily a Becca. Okay. Um yeah, I think we tried Saxon math uh for a couple of grades. Yeah, maybe a as well. couple of Yeah, some Bob Jones, but it was mostly a Becca straight through, and I I think, as I recall, we were most impressed with their English uh, and grammar um, Mm. and literature. I would say of all the subjects, those were the best put together, and it really gave us a strong foundation for reading and writing.
0: Mm. Was there ever a time you wanted to go to public or private school?
1: Not really. Um, The one. Disappointment I had was that I couldn't continue in wrestling when I got to high school age mm-hmm. um, because the local high school said that I couldn't compete without being enrolled or the school's insurance policy wouldn't cover any potential injury. So, uh, but, I you know, I had been doing it long enough. That was a good chance to switch into something else, spend more time with the Bible quiz uh program and our friends there. So, Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: So you did wrestling. Did you do any other sports or recreational activities?
1: All of us uh, were on the swimming team and diving team in the summertime. My sister was a competitive swimmer all year round, but uh, mine was just wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. My other activities in high sc- junior high and high school were Civil Air Patrol, which is kind of like a junior ROTC program, and um, I feel that in some ways that helped me qualify for an R- uh, Air Force ROTC scholarship in college.
0: So you, you you definitely didn't lack a social life, right? I mean, that is one of the um, stereotypes of homeschooling is that oh, you know, do you, how do how do you make friends? How do you get out in the world? But it sounds like you were heavily involved in lots of different things throughout.
1: Oh yeah, I, I know most of the homeschooling families that we knew were either involved in Awana programs at church, Bible quizzing, uh, private age group sporting, Scouts, any number of clubs and organizations that the uh, we could have been a part of that We just didn't have time for. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you believe homeschooling, and this is a question that uh, people will ask, you know, does homeschooling really prepare you for the real world, quote unquote? Um, Did did homeschooling prepare you for, you know, what you're doing now?
1: I think it did. Um, I know I'm still using the probably day to day as a pilot. I still use the math principles that my mom taught me. I've forgotten all the math that I learned at the community college and in college, and I'm just back on the, I guess, algebra that's the most useful for what I do. So that kind of thing. Uh, As far as reading and writing, yep, definitely a good foundation there. And um, worldview, next to my parents, I would most thank uh, Michael Corner, who was teaching at the Pillar Foundation for giving me a real conviction and passion for Liberty, the United States, uh responsible c- citizenship and a Christian worldview. So uh that's stuff that I haven't forgotten.
0: How how, how did your mom log your uh, your academics? Was, did she have a log book, a planner? Um how, how how was she keeping that information and how did she keep your grades?
1: hmm. Yeah, um all the curriculum came with regular quiz and test material. Um some of the classes also involved written essays that would be graded by my dad uh in most cases but um she she took a standardized grading scale I think A was 94 to 100 you know and then on down from there to the standard grading scale and uh at the end of the semester or at the end of the year I think in the early grades it was by year but then in high school we broke it down by semester we'd get uh percentage points and grades assigned, and she kept a Word document for each of us with the uh, number of credits, um, how long the class lasted in the final grade, and we ended up with a cumulative GPA uh, to submit in our college applications along with ACT and SAT scores.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: I know a lot of the colleges didn't uh, factor the GPA in
0: right. uh,
1: when we were competing for acceptance and for scholarships because... There may, there may not have been a way to verify it, but uh, others accepted it. Mm.
0: Did you have a high school prom? Uh, were you the Were you the high school king of that prom? What was high school graduation <laughs> like?
1: Yeah, I hardly remember that. I think I spoke at the high school graduation. <laughs> I think um, you did. <laughs> I, yeah, we didn't have a prom that I know of. Um, it I think the flavor changed a little bit after I left. I had three younger brothers, um mm-hmm. five, seven, and ten years younger than I was or than I am and uh they all did some recreational dating in high school. Nothing serious, mm-hmm. but I yeah, I was not doing that. I was really focused on uh getting into the air force and getting into college, so no. Uh but I wouldn't say it was something I missed. I maybe got a little mm-hmm. too excited about that <laughs> stuff in college, but worked out.
0: (laughs) Tell us a little bit about Asbury College. Um, You know, every parent is thinking about that next step beyond. Uh, What was the transition to college difficult for you? I thought it
1: was pretty good because for the last couple of years in high school, we had half or more than half of our classes at either Missouri Baptist University, St. Charles Community College, or Flow Valley Community College. So, um, those lecture-style classes, note-taking, was all very familiar by that point. So, mm-hmm. um, And the transition to Asbury was great. It's a Christian university. They have chapel three times a week. Um, sporting teams and,
0: all,
1: let's see, student, um, student chaplains and other clubs that were easy to join just to make sure that everyone got connected. So I really enjoyed
0: it there. Did you work while you were in college? I uh, I did some part-time work in
1: the fitness center uh, only for one year. But uh, because I was an ROTC cadet, that took a lot of my uh, time outside of class. And we actually received a stipend from the government because we were contracted in the Air Force Reserve as cadets.
0: So mm. that was
1: kind of like my part-time job in college and gave me enough spending money to pay for gas and things like that.
0: Yeah. Tell tell us then about the translation or the transition that is to the workplace. So you're at college, you graduated college, now you're going on, moving on. Um, What is that transition like? Yeah. um, It was interesting for me. I studied
1: public relations and uh, communication in college, and now I'm an Air Force pilot. So I'm not directly using my primary degree. Mm -hmm. But uh, the experience of college, just like the experience of homeschooling, um, did suit me, I think, for uh, life in the workplace and in the military because it's really about meeting different kinds of challenges and learning personal responsibility and just Mm -hmm. how to manage your schedule, how to manage your life, meet deadlines, and uh, put care into whatever work you're doing. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, I think that's what carries over the most is uh, being intentional putting some level of care into what you do.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like you may have missed out on any high school experiences being homeschooled? If so, what do you feel like you missed out on? Oh, uh, there are a lot of things that,
1: uh, I still want to do today, that I haven't had a chance to do since high school. So like form a band, go surfing <laughs> with my friends, you know, so uh, I'll
0: go. I'll go yeah. with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's do it. There are any number of ideas we could come up with, but I wouldn't say I missed out. No. I mean you can't do it all. And uh I think everything I was doing ended up to be uh worthwhile and good training and preparation for life today. So I still rely mm-hmm. on that stuff. Even the, I mean, the Bible quizzing uh mm-hmm. from the outside perspective seems like wow, what a weird activity.
0: <laughs> How could that possibly <laughs>
1: be fun? You know, but yeah uh But I've not memorized or studied the Bible at that level since high school, and it still serves me today. So,
0: um, and I probably don't have those pretty good to have. Yes, definitely. Are you currently involved in church or your local community?
1: Yes, uh, we're part of Overland Hills Church, which is a Christian uh, one in the Baptist Convention, uh, just about 10 minutes from our house.
0: Oh, oh yeah, we're just, we're
1: involved with the small groups there. Uh, I help with the music there, and uh, some of the Sunday school for the kids. My wa- my wife helps with the nursery, so uh, it's been really good support for our family. Wonderful. Hey, what instruments do you play? Uh, primarily guitar, but I've have a uh, renewed interest in the piano. So
0: we got an upright
1: piano cheap from Craigslist, and uh, I'm enjoying that too.
0: Wonderful, yes, I remember you being a very good guitar player. um now that you are an adult, has your opinion of homeschooling changed? Is it something that um you would encourage other parents to to, to at least give a try?
1: I would definitely encourage it, yep, um or at least consider it mm-hmm. and You can always supplement as well, you know, so I think a lot of families are dissatisfied with the public school system and have found something to complain about but uh even if you can't afford a private school or you don't have the time or confidence to tackle full-time homeschooling, uh, there's always more that you can add to the value of a child's education just with uh, focused interaction at home. So I, I appreciate it more now that I'm trying to parent because uh, <laughs> I can see how much effort it took, you know, for my folks. And am uh, here. Yeah, it would be a lot easier for the kids to all disappear so I could sit down and read a magazine. But
0: uh that's not the most important <laughs> thing right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I can totally relate. Okay, we're at the last question. This is the question that we wrap up the show with. Um, How do you measure success in life?
1: Yeah. Uh Well, I guess that comes back to the question of what's the most important thing? What's the one great thing? And uh Jesus answered that. Um, with the greatest commandment love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself so um mm-hmm. that would be success in life if the if lord considered me a faithful man um, and i grew to know and love him that would be a successful life so it's not really about uh, how we compare with others or how much we're recognized or praised by others uh, but do we know Jesus, and do we seek to make him known? Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's good. It's, it is absolutely ref- uh, refreshing to talk to you today, David, and thank you so much for, for being with us. We totally appreciate your time.
1: Well, I appreciate talking to you, Jesse. Best of luck.
0: This has been another episode of That Homeschool Thing. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Join the Facebook community and watch our videos on YouTube.